guys, welcome to the No Back Talk podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Victoria Manitmanavong. Hi, I'm Rita Pongpila. Hi, I'm Cindy Vu. And this is the Asian podcast where we talk about our life experiences growing up in an Asian American household, talking about real life advice and the issues that are going around in the Asian American cultures nowadays. And I guess we will go right into introducing ourselves and I'll go first. Um, As I mentioned, I'm Victoria. I am a life coach. Um, I am currently 24 years old and I live in Virginia. Um, I live in the city, which is really fun. It's my first time living out in the city um, ever since I graduated. And I have a very cute dog named Miso. (laughs) hey hi guys i'm rita i'm 24 years old i studied psychology in university so um, i learned a lot about um, mental health and human behavior um and i live in michigan near the detroit area hi i'm cindy and um i am 23 years old I'm currently attending the, at Wayne State, uh, major in graphic design, and um, I live in like the metro Detroit area as well. Cool. Okay, so after we are introducing ourselves, I think we can finally go into conversation now because mm-hmm. I think we all agree that we're very awkward when it comes to doing this because we're all very close. Um, those who are listening, we're all family. Uh, Me and Rita and Cindy are cousins and we're all um, Laotian descent so we're not really used to talking like this with each other. Really not. But we wanted this podcast to be like a space where we have like our regular conversations as we would talk to each other but wanted to share it with other people because there are some things that you know, growing up as some, um, I believe me and Rita might be, I don't know, Cindy is like first generation, um, you know, from our parents immigrating here, being first generation Mm -hmm. Asian Americans Mm -hmm. in America. um, There's a lot of things that we've learned having to adapt to both cultures. So the title No Back Talk came from the saying of, would say stop talking back um, especially here from Asian parents you know stop talking back why aren't you listening to me um, so this isn't a way to disrespect them but you know we we are not necessarily trying to talk back to them we always try to kind of explain it from our side and you know try to ask questions because when you're when you grow up in an Asian American household you know you have that you know American culture it's still a part of you so in versus the Asian culture where you know you're kind of just do what you're told and I don't know about you guys um I know I told Rita this but I'm like a person who needs explanation that's why my mom called me like hard-headed because every time she'd say no I'd be like why like I need a solid reason why (laughs) like it's okay if you say no but I need to know why and then she gets so upset and she's like why are you back talking but that was just the kind of mindset I had about it I don't know what about you guys yeah I definitely say it was about the same actually exactly the same like you know, you can't really question your parents. It's usually 
you know, what they say and you just have to learn from that because that is how they were raised back in their hometown. Like they could never go against their parents' words or else that is um, seen as a sign of disrespect. So yeah, it was definitely not really any explanation. It's more like, you know, you do this and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Or you get beat up. Exactly. (laughs) Right. What about you, Cindy? No, I can totally relate. My mom was the same. Um, it's always like, you don't need to know why because you're just a kid. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I think that's the thing, though, is like in the Asian culture in general, whether it be in Laotian, um, you know, Korean, Chinese, is that we respect our ancestors, our elders very much because mm-hmm. we they had the thought process of like, okay, those who live before us know more because, you know, they've been through life. So obviously they know more. But yeah. yeah, but I think that what they forget is that each year is different. Like each day is different. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, the times back then weren't the same now. And I think, you know, not to disrespect them. It's just, it's, I think there's room for a new way of thinking. Um, but going back to what Rita said, because I want to talk about this too, is that, you know, we're so, we, you know, it's kind of disrespectful. You kind of just do what you're told and you don't question about it. Don't make a fuss mm-hmm. or anything. Um, but it then makes us kind of not have a voice, I feel like, mm-hmm. if you, you get what I mean. I feel like we just are too scared to have an opinion. And us Asians are kind of normally viewed as quiet and just, like, to themselves. Yeah, definitely. I just feel like sometimes we are afraid to get judged at times, like, be- before then. But also, like, what you brought up about how, like, the age difference as well, like, respecting the elders... I just feel like the older people, which is our parents or the elders, always be like, you know, you have to listen to me and, like, you know, whatever I say is right. But the thing is that they can learn from us as well, but like, us younger generation people. Like, it goes, like, two-way street in a way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they were not good. They're, they're not able to see it. Well, I yeah, would say, I, I don't say, like, that's just how I like. Right. I don't think all of them are like that. There's definitely those who are more open minded. Um, but I'd say that obviously the older you get, the more stubborn you get in your ways. Yeah. And I think that's just anybody in general, not just yeah. in Asian culture, but especially Asian culture, respect, respect is such a big thing. It's kind of like, who are you to say anything to me? Um, and it, it, it gets me annoyed, but at the same time, because you know, we grew up in that, it also I can see and understand. Like I, I definitely still respect elders um Mm -hmm. it's just that it does I wish that they could have that open communication um with us and the younger generation and I feel like there'd be better understanding between them because I know you you know there's a lot of pressure with like Asian kids always trying to live up to the expectation of their parents yeah definitely and like every time the parents always be comparing with like us to other people as well it's like they don't realize how mentally like that affects us you know what I mean mm-hmm. I don't think we know mentally how it affects us either though until until it kind of just I guess um it's more apparent more conscious if that makes sense because mm-hmm. 
we're we're kind of taught to the same way that they dealt with feelings was to just push them away and because they didn't know how to like process feelings obviously we didn't know how to process feelings so it was just Mm kind of like okay like um you know push them away and then that's it and then we don't realize we kind of have all these underlying you know issues going on in our minds until Mm. I'd say like a lot later in life like you know I mean personally when I started to hit like my um you know Mm mid-20s now I can't believe I'm saying I'm in my mid-20s now but (laughs) I I realize more because you become more self-aware and then you realize oh crap like I didn't know I had these issues going on in my mind Yeah, but like you said before, I definitely think that as times are changing, um, I feel like parents are starting to become a little bit more understanding, Mm -hmm. for sure, Mm -hmm. at least compared to their generation, right? Um, Right. And in a way, like, they are, you know, somewhat adapt. Like, in every culture, I've seen it. Like, even people back over there in Asia... Like, I feel like parents are starting to worry a little bit more about, you know, their children's mental health when they don't really think about it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I I do agree now. It is getting better than before, which is really nice that parents are recognizing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it helps, too, um, with us, because I know you mentioned, Cindy, that you wish they could learn from us, too. And I think that Mm -hmm. they do secretly, because as you mentioned, they have been changing I say they but like just in a collective just seeing more like um you know the younger generation with their parents they've been more open because they see the society that their children are growing up in is totally different from what they grew up in and so it's kind of hard for them to kind of fight that at the same time too when like almost everyone surrounding them like all their the ch- their children's peers are like the same so it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to fight it so I feel like parents are now trying to understand it more um, which is great and I think for us we didn't necessarily get that because we were still kind of early on I'd say because like we had younger siblings um, um, me Cindy and Rita all of us have younger siblings and I say that I don't know for you guys, but I say that my parents got more lenient and understanding with my younger sister, Gina, when she started to kind of like grow up, rather when I started to grow up, if that made sense. So you know how Rita and Victoria, um, you both are the oldest in your family. And whereas me, I'm like more of the middle youngest. So I feel like Motor Sisters did pave me a pretty easy way somewhat especially education, because, like, my mom wanted all of us to go, like, medical school, and, you know, it's, like, very typical, very stereotype, and, like, you know, my older sister, like, now, like, she achieved, like, being a doctor, like, and then my second sister, it didn't really work out for her when she went to nursing, and I guess my mom realizing that she'll let us do what we want, and, like, Mm -hmm. the peer pressure kind of did stop a little, and, um, that's why I'm able to achieve like an art degree, you know, and um, also even though I'm somewhat like spoiling the way, and I just feel like my two younger sisters are super privileged and very yeah. It's like they get whatever they want, and I know that because they're they're my two baby sisters, you know, 
but like yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not saying like yeah, as and like they're spoiled. I mean, yeah, they're spoiled. <laughs> I can say that because we're a family, so I can call them privileged and spoiled. But <laughs> I'm just like, gonna say the nicest uh, way, right? But because no, my sister is too, and I tell her that all the time <laughs> because it's just that even though like it's great that they that our parents like all parents are starting to get more lenient and like you know letting um you know kids kind of go after their dreams and be more outspoken Mm -hmm. it's just like why 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 not with us like why why did I have to get the boot (laughs) like at first and Mm -hmm. I know why but it's just like whenever I see my younger sister Gina kind of like just get away with anything Mm. it's not like she's a bad child Mm. either but she you know she definitely is sassy (laughs) and so like when she talks I'm just so surprised that my dad and mom put up with it and they're just like oh we don't know you know we just don't know how to like talk to her and I'm just like you like you would have smacked me if I would have said that back then you know um so it's just it's just, I don't know really if it's in a way of like them just trying to be better at communicating with us now, um, or in the sense that because they're younger siblings that they're kind of just like, oh, they're, they're tired. They kind of gave up and yeah. you know, they put all their energy in the first child already. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think that they're so tired and so old that they can't <laughs> do that to them no more. Like, to, to the young, like, our younger ones, you know what I mean? Like, they had all the yeah. energy to beat the shit out of us. <laughs> mm. Right. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And, like, like Rita's mom is notorious to be, like, I'm scared of Rita's mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh uh, every, yes. everyone's scared of Rita's mom. I'm so mom. scared Even of her. Like, you're not family. She's like, she's, <laughs> like, dude, she's the twin of my mom. Wait, yeah. Oh, my mom doesn't listen to this, but, yeah. <laughs> so, um, for you guys listening in, um... Uh, me and Cindy, our moms are um, siblings, and Victoria, she has um, my dad y- is like the Rita's mom's cousin. yeah, they're cousins. Yeah. So um, me and we're distant. Yeah, so Cindy and I are first cousins. So I we yeah, our mothers are pretty simple <laughs> when it comes like... to discipline. I'd say. Oh my god, it's, they're literally spitting images of each other. It's <laughs> right. funny, um, but like. I mean, Rita and Cindy look totally different, but, like, her, their mothers, like, are literally, like, twins. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Yeah, they, they, they look pretty similar, and they act kind of similar, but, oh, you know, just, just for fun, let, let's talk about the things they did, shall we? Yes, we just should. To, just to put some, <laughs> some, some light into this conversation. Um, so, whenever I was misbehaving or acting up, my mother, she would... You know, she would get like the sock, which is like, what's it called? The pestle? The mo- is it the motor or the pestle? It's like, I don't, I don't know. That's not what it is. Yeah, the no, sock. And how? And yeah, the how. sock, you know? The thing they used to it's make like, like the makung. I'm pretty sure she wouldn't actually grab. No, she, no, no, she grabbed. Victoria, Victoria. Victoria. <laughs> she grabbed. My it. mom did the same. And she, she grabbed a butcher knife and she chased me out of the house with my sister. That why that's why my mom and her mom are twins. They and do so, the okay, same thing. People who are not Asian and listening to this, don't worry. It's not like like you know child abuse or anything. What? It was just you know a um way of trying to intimidate. Yeah. yeah. No, but when you think that. about it. it Look at us. Look at us right now. 
Yeah, beat some sense we're very, yeah, no, we're, we're very, I would say that we're very sensible girls and, you know, young women now. And, um, but like, to be fair, um, I know we're going to talk about what they're going to, they did to us. To be fair, if you think about it now that we're kind of older, they did have us at a young age. Right. And mm-hmm. so like, I think they were like, like I'm 20, I'm about to be 25 soon. And I can't imagine you know, having myself as a kid. <laughs> and like, I think I like hit my, I think I hit me too. <laughs> with like, if I was like the way I acted towards my mom, I was such an emotional child. Um, but going back to Rita's mom, yeah, Rita, I grew up with Rita. Me and Rita are like best friends. Mm-hmm. We're basically like, even though we're distance cousins, we're like basically sisters. Right. And yeah. And I saw firsthand what Rita's mom would do and I'd be scared of her too it's oh usually God, whatever's so... near her you know like she yeah, anything no, <laughs> anything is what she's... exactly but yeah I don't know my mom my mom hit me but like my mom's so sweet I don't <laughs> Uh, I know people say that, but like, no, she really I mean, is. She, mom is sweet. She, she just probably so hit sweet. you with the empty water bottle. <laughs> Whatever, no, that's all for show for other people. She is so good yeah, at like acting because <laughs> when she comes home, like, 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 so for example, like if I embarrassed her, like at a like a outing or whatever, if there was like a family party or whatever, and you know she acts all nice there, and then we, the moment we came home, it's like her her gaze like like just got sharpened and she would like glare at me be like and then like I don't know what I did maybe I just maybe I was pouting or I don't know acting up and then she would look at me be like why do you act like that and I'm like what like and then me being a smart ass act like what (laughs) (laughs) no wonder I got hit as a kid but and then um yeah she the things I remember she'd hit me with was the fly swatter um, but not like the, you know, the one where the side you hit the fly, um, the wired part, because, you know, obviously oh, that stung yeah. the mofo. <laughs> and then, um, same thing with the knife thing. Now, she wouldn't chase me or, like, you know, but, like, she, like, literally, it's so funny. <laughs> now I think about it. She would, like, open the knife drawer. She's like, do you want me to get this out? And she just, like, open it. Up. She just opened the drawer, and I'd be like, you're not going to do <laughs> okay now I'm like thinking about myself as a kid no wonder I was like disciplined I was such a smart ass but um but yeah my mom and then like a shoe she would grab a shoe oh oh she would grab the um you know the broom you know those Asian brooms yeah. bamboo oh broom. Yeah. <laughs> she would grab that and she hit me with that but um other than that she wasn't she she used her hands more but after a certain age, she kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called? It, no, no. I think I started to like run at a certain <laughs> age. So, like, so she could have. She's like, this kid can do so. <laughs> right. It's, I think it was like at 10, like eight or 10 or something. Like the moment she like grabbed, like, I don't know, like whatever she could find, like I like book it upstairs and I run all the way upstairs. And it's so funny though, like she's like, stop halfway because she you know she Uh was like I don't got time to chase this kid and so I'd stop halfway in the stairs and like 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 peek down like the staircase and like wondering if she's still gonna try to catch me or not um but she she stopped at a certain uh, I don't remember when she stopped hitting me but I remember after that it was just kind of like verbal Mm -hmm. not verbal abuse but we like we just like have screaming fights with each other Mm -hmm. after that me and my mom fought a lot um 
when I growing up and it didn't stop until I literally moved out <laughs> until and now we're like so close and we like no that's um, really I'll, nice yeah now we're just like so close and you know we and I feel like I can talk to her comfortably now and and, and it's great you know yeah. they do say you, when you you just go need, away like, you just honestly need that distance away from the right place. that's all you need right you really do though but she's so dramatic now she's like you don't love me you moved away <laughs> all she misses this you so much. right and i can see where i get my dramatic emotional like personality from that's from that's her. what i see we turned into our moms for real i know but yeah. But like going back to Rita's mom, though Rita's mom is, I would say, the scariest <laughs> out of all the moms. Like Asian, like because we had like this community and like this loud community back in Michigan. I'm originally from Michigan too. Um, that's why both Cindy and Rita are in Michigan. I just moved after I graduated. But like Rita's mom definitely scared me <laughs> out of all of them, and she would have never like hurt me or anything. Mm-hmm. But like, like it's just like when I see her like reprimand Rita and like you know or hit Rita I'd be like oh shit I don't want that happening (laughs) 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 like you said it's usually a good reason why they are and then also um my mom she worked a lot and I was I was pretty bratty and she so both of my um parents they both worked um full hour shift like they would take turn like um my dad worked in the day and then my mom worked night shift. So she was always exhausted. Like she'd work all day and then she'd have mm-hmm. to come home and watch us. So of course, you know, her patience is going to be very little. So but looking back yeah. at it, I do understand where it's coming from. And I was, you know, definitely not making things easier on her. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's how it is. Like, you know, a lot of parents who come to America, like, or a lot of people do immigrate, you know, they have to start from scratch. They have to work really hard. And, you know, even though we talk about like, oh, sometimes, you know, as first generation um, Asian Americans, our parents don't understand, you know, the pressures they put on us. But when you think about it, they- They were under on pressure. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they've been through a lot too as well. Yeah, I mean, and I- I totally don't, I, like, this slips my mind all the time is that our moms, like, had us at a, such a young age. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom had me at, like, 22. I couldn't, like, I'm about to be 25, and I can't possibly imagine to have, like, a kid right now. Just, yeah. like, I don't know if I, like, I mean, of course, like, I don't think at any age nobody is, like, prepared. You kind of just, like, kind of put yourself into it, mm-hmm. but it makes sense why they you know were so harsh and like short-tempered all the time because like you mentioned like our parents work you know full-time jobs and then you know coming home to a bratty kid (laughs) and then also they were you know young Mm -hmm. and us being at their age right now I could see myself losing my temper too like heck I lose my temper on my dog (laughs) so (laughs) so, I mean right um so obviously like they say when you get older you understand more and everything Mm -hmm. and um but I I still think it is like kind of a issue um still overall like even though it, it has lessened over the years it's an issue overall that there's still a disconnect 
between the parents and the children and as far as like you know mental health like parents not understanding how to deal with their children's mental health and like if there's something wrong especially with um whether they call it gen z are we part of gen z no no yeah victoria rita you guys are millennials yeah, we're millennials. i'm a gen z yeah, you're gen z uh, i'm like oh I'm like the really? beginning, like 97 that's when it starts oh okay yeah because because you know especially them like um you know, I mean, me too, me and Brianna too, like, we're very aware of our mental health now and how it's very important, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, because they have the mentality of, like, fight or flight, you know, coming to America, trying to make a living, they don't see that as an issue. They're just really good. The way that they deal with their feelings, they're really good at dealing with their yeah. feelings, but they're just really good at repressing them, not really good at facing them, mm-hmm. right? And because now with different you know circumstances settings and all that stuff um, with the kids nowadays they they don't have that same mentality of course and so now they it's hard for them to repress it and but then they don't know how to process it either so it's kind of just like they're in they're in in between they don't know Mm -hmm. what to do right but I mean it's it's just one of the things that I, I've seen so far that's been kind of getting better. But at the same time, there's still a lot more work to be done, of course. Yeah, I yeah. definitely agree. It's just, we just, I don't know. Like, I guess that's why it goes for us. You know, like when we have kids, like definitely like we'll learn from our parents, but definitely we, we will be better than our parents. You know what I mean? And, like, we mm-hmm. don't want, like... And then that's what they yeah, want, too. Yeah, definitely. And, like, we wouldn't want our kids to feel like how we feel. You know what I mean? It... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. My dad's totally like that. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <Tell> me, yeah. <laughs> My dad's like, I didn't do this. Like, so if I had to go through this, then, you know, you should go I through know, this. I know, that is <laughs> My dad's so petty. My dad's so... <laughs> My dad's like a my dad's an Asian hillbilly. Yeah, for those who don't know, he and scares me <laughs> a little. <laughs> really, because he has he's a military like, background. I can tell. Yeah, I think that's why. Yeah, that's why he's so loud because of that, and he's just I don't know. He's just weird. He's all talk. He's not scary okay. at all. <laughs> he's just like he's just he looks like exterior he looks so like mean and rough and all mm-hmm. that stuff but inside he's so like emotionally like <laughs> he's also emotional mm-hmm. too and he's like all sad and like soft inside he'd be like the pushover compared to my parents like he would let me do certain things well as I got older he let me do certain things but when I was younger he was definitely still kind of yeah. strict um but yeah with me like my dad is definitely more strict on me than my sister like he he would always say like oh at 18 I moved out and you know like I went to the Mm -hmm. military and I you know provided on my own and and when I was 18 um I still stayed with my parents and he was just like what are you doing here (laughs) (laughs) you should be out in the world already but my mom like totally opposite like she did not want to let me go like she didn't want me to move away from college yeah my mom no I thought she would tell you to go my mom told me to leave no (laughs) 
oh my god I wish like I told my mom I wanted to go to like MSU Michigan State University um you know stay in a dorm or something or maybe like you know get an apartment and then she's just like no what if this happened what if that happens and all this stuff oh. like she could not let me go but my dad's just like why are you still doing this? <laughs> um yeah no my dad it my dad's mindset was definitely like, oh, I went through this. They should have to go through this too. But not with my sister, no. Like, only with me. I don't know why with my sister. It's kind of like, okay, like, you want to you wanna plane ticket to California? <laughs> okay, I'll go pay it. for you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But no, it's, but seriously, though, that's how he was. Um, I know, I keep going on a tangent, guys. I'm sorry. Um, like, we were talking about one no, thing and another fine. and now yeah. another. But... Yeah, um, I know that I would want my kids to just be, I think the number one thing I, I hope to teach my kids is to be open about their feelings mm-hmm. and their thoughts with me so that I know how to help them best. And I know that I hid away a lot of my emotions and feelings towards my parents because it was awkward. One, one it was awkward. And, you know, two, they didn't, they wouldn't know what to do with me. <laughs> they would be like, oh, I don't. I don't know what to do with this child. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I don't know how it is. I don't know how you feel about that um, in a way, because, like, that's just my parents. But I know that Rita's parents, um, I don't know about you, Cindy, your parents, but I know Rita's parents, they're also very, like, open to conversation, too. Like, I always envied that your parents were very easy to talk to compared to my parents yeah my family were very close uh you know we we do everything together we work together so we're <laughs> around each other all yeah. the time but um I definitely think my parents like it was easy to talk to them growing up because um well they did go to school in America like mm-hmm. middle school and high school I believe um but I don't know if that had an influence on that, <laughs> but no, they've, they've always been sweet. And I think a lot like what they went through, they, they try not to do that on us. So they, they have always been very, very open, but at the same time, they still hold a lot of traditional values as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what yeah. about you, Cindy? Oh, for yeah. Um, I feel like my mom, she's not, really much open like whenever we tell her how we feel it always leads up how she feels and for some reason she gives you like a whole essay a whole (laughs) novel about her past I'm sorry mom but yeah but that's true though and like I just wish she can actually listen to me like if I tell her oh my god my license oh my god you know this happened to me I'm just like okay I guess it's not about me it's about you but I I do wish my mom was more understanding but it's okay you know I love you mom (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad my mom's not gonna listen to this I mean she probably might if somebody shows her but she wouldn't understand what she's about nobody tell her she might try to beat me she'd be like I didn't do that I know know somebody in the family in the circle whatever is going to tell her mom so whoever it is like 
don't do it, please. <laughs> Why would you just that, get stitches, y'all? Um, or watching this. <laughs> right. You hear? Wait, I got one. You hear us, Gina? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, Gina, my sister. She, I know she's like, <laughs> you better not tell. But, um, but yeah, no, my mom was like that too, Cindy, where like, if I talked about something, she would just like make it about herself. I think only if it's like, if I was like, upset like it, it was like a sad mm-hmm. emotion or something like I'm like oh you know like, I I think like when I was going through a time where I didn't I didn't know how to express myself like I knew I feel like crap like I felt crappy this was like probably middle school at a time and I didn't you know in middle school you don't know anything <laughs> so I felt like crappy I probably was maybe depressed but I repressed mm-hmm. it a lot by watching a lot of shows and anime at the time and um you know I locked myself in the room and I just like watch the shows and she'd be like what's wrong and I'm just like I don't know I just you know I don't feel good and she's like why are you doing this (laughs) why like (laughs) like uh, you know how it makes me feel it makes me feel and I'm just thinking what what (laughs) like when did this become about you and then we go into screaming fights oh my god it was horrible and it was I think it was worse because I literally didn't even understand my own feelings and then she wanted to like jump in and tell me about her feelings as if I knew like how to help her (laughs) in that Mm -hmm. way I mean now I do but back then as a middle schooler like you don't even know who you are let alone to help somebody else yeah yeah that's right but yeah yeah and in which I do feel for her though because like I wish there was some type of like mental health education for our mothers because I'm pretty sure they definitely need it with like just the pressure of being a woman a mother at a young age and like working too mm-hmm. like they don't have time for their mental health and yet they also kind of don't understand it either I, I'm pretty sure they don't understand it even till this day how like to process their emotions and what is it that they're feeling um which is sad um because I, I'm unfortunately I don't know a lot <laughs> like that fluently to like translate to them um but I wish there was some type of like I don't know class for them yeah I I wish so too like I always told mom like there's nothing wrong to go to therapy for yourself you know like there's nothing wrong with it but she was like oh people's gonna find out they're gonna judge me and I was like who cares (laughs) like do it for yourself I I know it is hard for women or even especially dads too like men like it's hard for them to express themselves Mm -hmm. you know especially like if they have siblings who like they're not really close with it's hard for them to talk to Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely and I I definitely want to talk about we you know therapy with our next podcast that we that that could be like a whole podcast about therapy um which would be fun so if you guys are interested let us know um and yeah subscribe to our podcast um share it with your friends and let us know if you liked it and you want to hear more but i think our next podcast is going to be about therapy and mental health in the asian culture so stick around because that'll be fun um and send us questions if you have questions as well but other than that i have nothing else to say you guys i just want to add that thanks for listening to us and i'm excited to come we're so excited to come back with the next episode as well which is like therapy and mental health just what victoria mentioned and i'm excited for that
Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.